Hello, Community Health Center Advocate. This is Bianca Shaw, and welcome to this week's Advocacy in Minutes. It's August 4th, 2021, and here's the latest in Advocacy and More in Minutes. Joining me today is Nick Balbuena. So everyone, put on your dancing shoes. National Health Center Week begins on Sunday, and we cannot wait to see how you're celebrating the amazing ways you're strengthening your communities and serving your neighbors. If you've not already submitted your Health Center Week events, please do so through the link in your Washington update. Additionally, the number of people getting COVID-19 cases is rising again, and we want to be safe while we celebrate. So please keep wearing your masks to protect one another and lessen the burden on health center employees who have been relentlessly fighting against COVID for a year and a half now. We must also continue advocating for funding and policies that will provide necessary resources to enhance facilities and workforce to ensure health centers can sustain the level of care our communities and lawmakers are asking of them. Let's stand together and invite others to stand with us to ensure all CHCs have the resources needed to fulfill our promises to our communities. If you have stories showing the ways community health centers offer hope in challenging times, please share them with us. As always, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org for support. Now let's get to it. Nick, can you tell us what's happening on the Hill? Thanks, Bianca. Last week, the Senate voted to advance and begin the debate and amendment process on the bipartisan infrastructure package focused on traditional infrastructure. Provisions to pay for the legislation's $550 billion in new spending include $49 billion from delaying the Medicare Part D rebate rule three years, $3 billion in saving from reducing a Medicare spending on discarded medications from large single-use drug vials, and $205 billion in repurposed COVID-19 relief funds, but not provider relief. The final passage of the bill still faces hurdles. Still, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer plans to pass the bipartisan infrastructure bill and partisan budget resolution before letting the Senate begin its August recess. Additionally, last week, the House passed H.R. 4502, the minibus appropriations package that includes labor, health and human services and education funding. The legislation appropriated $1.8 billion for the health center program, increasing $158 million from fiscal year 21. This funding includes $50 million for school-based health centers, $25 million to establish the new Alcee Hastings Cancer Screening Program, and $152 million for the Ending HIV Epidemic Initiative. NAC supported report language on the importance of recent HRSA action to protect the 340B program was also in the bill. Thanks, Nick, for that. If you're interested, there's also now a publicly available database that is helping researchers, policymakers, journalists, and others understand how over 200 state policies implemented during the pandemic are now impacting health equity. You can read more at the link in your Washington update. Now for an update from the administration. This week, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, released an informational bulletin to states about the DHS 2019 public charge final rule that has been vacated and is no longer in effect. Effective March 9, 2021, DHS started applying the 1999 Interim Field Guidance for Public Charge Inadmissibility Determinations, which is the policy that was in place before the 2019 public charge final rule. Under that 1999 interim field guidance, DHS will not consider an individual's receipt of Medicaid benefits as part of the public charge determination. With one exception, individuals who are institutionalized on a long-term basis, such as in nursing facility residents, and are receiving Medicaid coverage for those institutional services. Now, Nick, can you share any updates from research with us? Of course. Here's a quick reminder to look at the health center's response to COVID-19. 
This bi-weekly infographic includes information on health centers vaccine challenges and the number of pop-up clinics and mobile van events while presenting national findings on health centers experiences and responses to COVID-19. There's also a downloadable template available for states to populate with data and use their advocacy purposes. Thanks, Nick. And now for some quick reminders. Please continue to refer to our HC Advocacy Coronavirus Advocacy Tools in this challenging time. You can find the advocacy website at hcadvocacy.org. For further support, please email us at grassroots at NAC.org or follow us on Twitter and Facebook at HC Advocacy. As always, a huge thank you to all of our advocates for your strong advocacy efforts. Thanks for listening, stay safe and healthy, and we'll be back next week.